Have you ever felt energetically imbalanced on your spiritual path? Have you ever felt ungrounded, spaced out? Have you ever felt like you were stuck in your head? Maybe you felt as if you were completely outside your body, witnessing everything happening, feeling disconnected from the physical world, disconnected from your physical senses. I'm talking about being ungrounded. On today's episode of the Spiritual Awakening Show, what I'm going to share with you is a short audio version of an ebook that I wrote a few years ago all about staying grounded and energetically balanced on the spiritual path. I'm going to break down what the energetics of the body are really about. I'm going to talk about what causes energetic instability. I'm going to talk about the symptoms, so how you can sort of become aware and mindful of whether you're energetically grounded or not. And I'm also going to share with you some very simple, safe, and straightforward techniques to effectively ground yourself in the body. So you can enjoy being a human, relating with other people, enjoying the worldly pleasures of life, while simultaneously enjoying your spiritual awakening, your spirituality, enjoying the spaciousness, the freedom, the peace, and the joy that comes with the spiritual path without sacrificing your humanity. A total sense of balance, being grounded. It's a very, very important topic that I feel many people on the spiritual path are lacking in understanding simply because it's not something that I've found has been really broken down clearly. And so that's what inspired me to create this content, to create this episode and to write this ebook. I hope that the methods, the techniques and the insights in this material can help you out to take the next step on your path. I would love to hear any feedback from you. You can reach me at info at brentspirit.com with any questions or comments about grounding or anything to do with your spiritual path. And as well, if you'd like to get the written PDF of this book, just head over to my website, brentspirit.com. It's available there for free. All you've got to do is enter your email and it's all yours. So now let's get right into it. Enjoy. The No-Nonsense Grounding Guide Principles and Practices for Staying Energetically Grounded by Brent Spirit Chapter 1 The Importance of Grounding It's a common theme on the spiritual path to desire to raise our vibration to feel the universal flow of energy moving through our body, or to embody a higher state of being. These intentions are good, and when accomplished, our quality of life can be dramatically improved in every dimension. Spiritual aspirants can begin to experience an increased flow of spiritual energy, or prana, or chi, through their body-mind-spirit system by means of deliberate spiritual practices such as meditation, or in some cases, simply spontaneously. However, as increased amounts of spiritual energy begin to flow through the body, we can experience periods of instability until the excess energy is assimilated within our system. This period of destabilization can be extremely uncomfortable, confusing, emotional, and even terrifying. This difficulty occurs when the increased energy in the system has not yet been balanced and grounded. As a spiritual teacher and guide, 
One of the most common issues that aspirants and seekers approach me with is about how to stay grounded in the midst of intense energetic shifts that occur as a result of their spiritual work. On my own journey, I've directly experienced the abject terror, discomfort, and confusion associated with this process of energetic and spiritual transformation. It's through my own inner unfolding, study, and intuition that I've been able to come to understand this challenge and some of its solutions. The amount of people that I've had to share this information with over email and in private sessions is overwhelming. In nearly every one of these instances, the aspirin circumstances have been extremely challenging and debilitating. Fortunately, in most cases, energetic balance and grounding can be easily accomplished with a basic understanding of the human energetic system and by practicing a few simple and safe techniques. So, I have produced this no-nonsense guide to address the topic succinctly for the many people in need of relief from the symptoms of not being grounded. Chapter 2. The Symptoms of Not Being Grounded At certain stages on the spiritual path, great openings and awakenings can occur, causing fluctuations in the flow of energy within the system. These shifts can arise due to emotional releases, meditative experiences, kundalini shakti awakenings, chakra activations, or even spontaneously. Energetic fluctuations can also arise due to many other factors addressed later on in this guide. These sudden shifts can invite an increased flow of energy into different areas within the system, causing energetic imbalances that can bring about some challenging symptoms, including a lack of focus, mania, psychosis, anxiety, dissociation, emotional numbness, strange shifts in perception, depersonalization, derealization, hallucinations, delusions, and mood swings. It's not only those that are consciously walking the spiritual path that are faced with energetic grounding issues, though. It's my suspicion that most people experience challenging energetic imbalances to varying degrees from time to time, if not on a daily basis. Unfortunately, without even a basic understanding of the energetic system within the body, many people are left to trudge on despite the psychological, emotional, and physical discomfort that they may be experiencing simply because they're not grounded. Within the New Age community, yoga circles, and mainstream spirituality, staying grounded is a sort of a buzz phrase. But what does it really mean when we aren't grounded? What sort of symptoms, signs, and experiences can we be faced with that reveal energetic imbalances within our bodies? Symptom 1. A lack of focus. When we're not grounded, focusing both in the short and long term can be difficult. It's true that everyone has a different capacity to focus. However, it's important for one to note that if they find that they're unable to focus like they used to in the past, it may be due to an energetic imbalance. In the short term, completing one task without a break in focus, such as reading a chapter of a book, or staying engaged in an important conversation 
can be challenging when we're not grounded. In the long term, a lack of focus can manifest in one's life as the inability to commit to a job or project. For some, being ungrounded will cause them to constantly bounce around from venture to venture without completing what they've started. Note that even in the expression, to bounce around, the notion of not being grounded is quite clear. Symptom 2. Mania. These experiences of intense mental overactivity can range from mild to extreme. Barrages of thoughts, ideas, excitement, and impulses can come at intense rates, causing a person to potentially put themselves in harm's way or to eventually burn out, possibly resulting in significant mood swings, depression, and even suicidal tendencies. Symptom 3. Psychosis. Psychosis can be likened to experiencing delusions and hallucinations, even if just within one's own mind. False realities, ideas, thoughts, absurd visions, and sensory experiences can be perceived without context, often accompanied with overwhelming emotion. Symptom 4. Anxiety. The experience of anxiety brings about a prominent sense of unease, fear, nervousness, paranoia, worry, and or regret, along with associated thought patterns and emotional experiences. Symptom 5. Depersonalization slash derealization or DP slash DR. Also termed within spiritual circles as Zen sickness or emptiness sickness, DP slash DR often has to do with the feeling of being detached or dissociated from one's body-mind. A person might feel as if they are abiding as an impartial observer or witness, disconnected from their subjective experience as a human being. One can feel as if they are barely in their own body, or perhaps not at all. A feeling of watching the unfolding of one's life from a third-person vantage point is common. DP slash DR can feel like one is in a dream or even floating. One can feel extremely alone and isolated from other people despite being within their company. DP slash DR can also bring about a strong disconnection or numbness from one's emotional experience. The symptoms of DP slash DR can also be related to what is known as Alice in Wonderland syndrome during which the senses can become distorted, with objects, people, and one's own body being perceived as extremely large or extremely small. Symptom 6. Messing with electronics. In some cases, when one is lacking energetic grounding, this can cause electronics to malfunction. Lights may flicker and audio speakers may sound distorted. Some may discover a certain ability to direct this excess energy deliberately and may be able to cause electronics to malfunction at will. At first, it can seem like a neat phenomenon to experience, almost like some sort of superpower. But once the novelty wears off, it can be quite troublesome. Consider having constant issues with cell phone and Wi-Fi signals 
or even worse, having a car's electronic systems malfunction while on the road. Chapter 3. The Causes of Energetic Imbalance Cause number 1. Spiritual Awakening The most common cause of energetic imbalance requiring grounding is due to spiritual awakening and expansions of consciousness. Many on the spiritual path are likely to have certain realizations and insights into the nature of reality and oneself, understanding it to be pure consciousness. This type of awakening can sometimes open the way for huge rushes of energy to come into the system through the crown chakra. If such a drastic awakening occurs suddenly, it's likely to destabilize one's entire body-mind-spirit system, sense of self, and sense of the world until the new flow of energy is integrated and grounded. Cause number two, Kundalini Prana Shakti Awakening. At the base of the human spine lies a divine force referred to as Kundalini Prana Shakti, or simply Kundalini. Within most people, this force lies dormant until awakened. Upon the awakening of Kundalini, one undergoes a transformation of consciousness as spiritual energy rises up the spinal column, clearing and activating each chakra until reaching the crown, completing the process of self-realization. Kundalini awakening is unfathomably powerful and can most definitely bring about energetic instability within the body, requiring aspirants to make grounding a top priority. Cause number three, emotional release. Emotional tension and trauma stored within one's body-mind-spirit system can create blockages, impeding the flow of energy. When certain emotional tension is healed and released, perhaps due to forgiveness or acceptance, Reiki, energy healing, or meditation, this allows energy to flow through those previously blocked areas at a new accelerated rate. This process of healing can be a cause of energetic destabilization requiring grounding, especially if it occurs suddenly. Cause number four, drug use. All psychoactive substances can most definitely be a cause for energetic imbalances within the body. Hallucinogenic substances, such as LSD, are celebrated for their potential to bring about mystical or spiritual experiences for the user. Though this is certainly a real possibility, it does come at a cost. When the body-mind-spirit system is under the influence of these powerful substances, it's similar to a computer being overclocked. The system has the potential to be burned out by the excess energy that's invited in by the use of some of these substances. It's important to understand these factors when approaching any drugs, including caffeine, and to either avoid them altogether or to take the proper measures to ground oneself accordingly before, during, and after their use. Cause number five, diet. Certain diets lacking grounding foods can be a cause for energetic imbalance. For example, Meat has significant grounding benefits. So, 
if one were to suddenly cut out all meat from their diet without replacing it with a vegetarian alternative with similar grounding properties, the energetic system can become destabilized. Fasting can also be a cause for great energetic shifts. These factors should be taken into account when considering dietary changes. Cause number six, environment. One's environment can play a significant role in the energetic balance of the system. Staying in a large metropolitan area, constantly surrounded by concrete and lacking a connection to nature can create a need for grounding. As well, air travel can throw one's entire system off due to the extended period of time away from the ground. It's important for one to develop a connection with nature throughout the year and to practice grounding techniques before, during, and after air travel. Cause number seven, pranayama practices. Pranayama practices are yogic breathing techniques meant to control the flow of energy within the system. These practices are powerful. Unfortunately, they are sometimes practiced carelessly without proper understanding of their effects. For instance, Breath retention, known as kumbhaka, is a pranayama practice that can bring about immediate, dramatic effects on the flow of energy within the body. Breath retention draws energy up towards higher chakras, potentially destabilizing one's energetic system, making grounding a necessity. Cause number 8. Yoga postures. Certain yoga poses, also known as asanas, are known to influence the energetic flow throughout the system. Backbends, such as wheel pose, are known to increase the flow of prana along the spinal column. When these poses are practiced without proper counter poses, such as child's pose, one can experience significant energetic destabilization. This can also apply to dancers and the like. Cause number nine, sitting with feet up. I've come across many people that are in need of grounding that have the poor habit of sitting cross-legged with their feet off of the ground, on a chair or bench, for example. This way of sitting creates a disconnect between one's energetic system and the ground, similar to the effects of traveling in an airplane. Cause number 10. Manipulation of Sexual Energy there are certain powerful techniques that are used to draw sexual energy upwards from the lower chakra centers and into the higher ones so that this energy can be used for increased vitality, creativity, concentration, and so on. If these techniques are practiced in excess without proper guidance or understanding, one can experience drastic fluctuations in the flow of energy within the body, requiring grounding. Cause number 11. Meditation on the third eye or crown chakra. Meditation on the third eye or crown chakras is common and indeed very powerful to induce heightened states of consciousness, deep meditative states of absorption, astral projection, and other psychic or mystical phenomena. However, a person that is need of energetic grounding should avoid keeping their attention on the third eye or crown chakras during meditation. 
Where attention goes, energy flows. And by focusing on the higher centers, one is doing the opposite of grounding, which can be a direct doorway into difficulties like psychosis and DP slash DR. It's important that these meditation techniques are taught and practiced with wisdom and a proper understanding of the grounding practices. Cause number 12. Philosophical Contemplations Attachment to certain philosophical contemplations, especially when unsound, can induce energetic destabilization and delusions. To become attached to viewpoints relating to whether reality is a dream, an illusion, a simulation, or otherwise, can bring about certain perspectives about oneself and the world that can cause great instability and discomfort. Though these inquiries might be important to contemplate, it's imperative to remember that genuine self-realization and the direct knowing and embodying of one's true nature is not by any means uncomfortable. Attachment to any philosophical standpoint or intellectual beliefs, assumptions, or perspectives are impedances to true self-realization. Cause number 13. Attachment to witnessing states of consciousness. One big reason that many people on the spiritual path find themselves feeling ungrounded and experiencing DP slash DR, Zen sickness, emptiness sickness, or some form of dissociation is because they have become fixated with witnessing states of consciousness during their mindfulness practices or meditations. Abiding as a detached witness and observing one's body, mind, and the world can be a very powerful spiritual practice. However, this transcendent space can also become a trap. Some might get caught in this space of emptiness, becoming disconnected from their body-mind almost completely, causing great difficulty in everyday functioning. In these cases, as well as during any cases of psychosis, mania, or anxiety, I highly encourage practitioners to halt any practices that involve witnessing or abiding in any transcendent or detached place of being and to engage in the grounding practices. Chapter 4. The Upside to Not Being Grounded Before getting to the grounding techniques, I feel that it's important to address some of the perceived benefits to being ungrounded to provide a complete overview of the issue at hand. Often, being ungrounded can manifest as the experience of having a significant disconnect from one's body and mind. For some that have undergone immense suffering, this feeling of disconnection can feel transcendent and totally liberating. For these people, their body, mind, and world have often been places of deep pain and discomfort. Having an experience due to spiritual practice, drug use, or otherwise that creates space between oneself and their suffering can be a great relief. It can be like finally getting a chance to breathe after suffocating in the suffering of the body and world for so long. It's not uncommon for victims of abuse to experience dissociation, emotional numbness, or DP-DR in the midst of a traumatic experience or a flashback. 
Being disconnected can arise spontaneously as a coping mechanism or as an escape from the harsh circumstances one might be faced with. In these cases, being able to detach oneself completely, to be totally ungrounded, becomes a perfectly understandable way to survive and cope with trauma. However, though these experiences of total detachment can be transcendent, relieving, and liberating for a time, in the long term, they can be very detrimental to one's overall well-being. It's very difficult to maintain emotional relationships, to function in society, to take care of oneself, and to live the balanced life while stuck in a transcendent space of detachment. For these reasons, one should work towards eventually being balanced and grounded at their own pace. Though these experiences of great detachment and disconnect can have a flavor similar to genuine spiritual realization or liberation, they are not the same. True self-realization or enlightenment is not a dismissal of the world, nor is it an escape from the human experience. Chapter 5. The Grounding Techniques Technique number 1. Keep your tongue up. Within the system of Hatha Yoga, this very simple technique is known as the Jiva Bandha also referred to as the loop of the soul. Simply place the tip of your tongue on the roof of your mouth, behind your top front teeth, and let it rest there. By doing so, this closes the energetic channel in the head and allows excess energy to drain down the neck, into the body, and finally into the earth. Train yourself to keep your tongue up whenever you are at rest. It's easy to do, it feels comfortable, and the effects are clear. Depending on how energetically sensitive you are, you might literally feel the energy begin to drain down the neck immediately upon engaging the Jiva Bandha. If I had to only suggest one method of grounding excess energy, this would be it. Technique number two, feet on the ground. When you make a conscious contact with your feet and the ground, the energy in your system can be balanced out very quickly. As often as you can, consciously feel the soles of your feet with each step that you take. Imagine breathing with your feet. Bring awareness out of your head and into your feet as much as possible. Walk barefoot on the earth with your feet in the grass, the dirt, or the sand. Once you get over the idea of getting your feet dirty, this practice feels incredible on an energetic level and on a basic physical level. The soles of our feet are so sensitive, and feeling the different temperatures and textures of the earth can really bring you out of your head, into the body, and into the moment. This is why the hippies walk barefoot. They know. If you sit in a chair, especially during meditation, always keep your feet on the floor. As often as possible, make contact with the ground in order to stay balanced. If sitting cross-legged is most comfortable, lose the chair and just sit on the floor. It's really not much different than the importance of having a grounding wire in an electric circuit. Technique number three, make friends with the trees. 
The trees are shining examples of what it means to be balanced energetically. Their roots reach deep into the earth, while their branches reach high up into the sky. They aren't just examples, though. They're also very conscious beings that are willing and able to assist you in grounding yourself. You can hug a tree while asking it, in your heart or out loud, to help balance out the energy in your system. You can also sit with your spine against a tree trunk and enter into meditation with the intention of grounding. In either case, the trees know what to do and they will begin working to ground you very quickly. You can also receive the same sort of assistance from the trees just by walking mindfully in the forest. Technique number four, diet. Our diet can play a very significant role in the energetic balance of our body. By eating certain foods, we can experience immediate grounding effects. Some grounding foods are root vegetables that are grown in the earth, like carrots, potatoes, beets, and turnips. Dark leafy greens like spinach, Swiss chard, and kale are great also. Lentils, avocados, garlic, leeks, and onions can be very effective as well. For some, eating just a small amount of meat can make a huge difference when it comes to grounding, too. Be mindful of sudden shifts in diet such as fasting, and take the appropriate measures to ensure to maintain energetic balance or to at least prepare yourself for any instability that may arise. Technique number six, meditation on the breath. During meditation, one should simply bring attention to the rise and fall of the belly. You can place one hand on the stomach and one hand on the heart and begin to bring awareness to the breath, as it is, without any effort or intention to change it. Note that pranayama practices involving controlling the breath are very powerful and should be practiced with clear intentions and mindfulness of their effects. Simply feeling the body breathing in its own natural way and experiencing the energy moving in and out of the whole system from head to toe is a very effective way to ground oneself. There's rarely ever any need for anyone to control the breath with effort. Note that the breath is ultimately not separate from any witnessing presence, transcendent state of being, or the self. Thus, on the path to self-realization, meditation on the breath is not lesser than abiding in any place of transcendence or detachment. Technique number seven, get physical. Often, being ungrounded has to do with having excess energy in the head, resulting in a lack of awareness or attention given to the body. By engaging in physical activity, we're able to bring awareness down into the body and to find balance. During any physical activity, it's important to bring full attention to any sensations and sensory perceptions that might be perceived. When walking, eating, using the bathroom, being physically intimate, playing sports, or any other form of physical activity, transform it all into a meditation. Bring full awareness to the body and the direct experience of each moment. Vinyasa yoga, with an emphasis on connecting with the breath with each movement, can be a direct way to ground oneself.
Certain poses, such as those that involve having the head make direct contact with the earth, can have instant grounding effects. Child's pose is a great pose that's accessible to almost everybody. Seated poses with a neutral spine can also be just as effective. Technique number eight, Gyan Mudra. This classic mudra is formed by joining the tip of the thumb and the index finger while extending the last three fingers outwards. Forming this mudra and placing one's palms down onto the knees or thighs is an effective grounding technique that can be practiced almost anywhere. Technique number nine, spend time with animals. During a time when I was going through intense energetic shifts involving kundalini awakening, chakra activations, and the like, I was very ungrounded and barely in the world or my body at all. While I was laying in my bed, my dog entered my room and immediately jumped up and onto my chest. This was interesting because she was never allowed on my bed at all and had never jumped on me like this before. It was only on this one particular occasion that she felt that she needed to. I held her for a while and felt much more balanced and grounded than before. Animals are totally grounded and fully in their bodies. They're also energetically sensitive in ways that we often aren't. Just being in contact with them can sometimes be enough to ground us. If you have pets, spending time with them while holding or petting them is a great method to find energetic balance. Technique number 10, visualization. In meditation, simply visualize liquid light, either golden or white, moving down from your head, through your neck, into your torso, down through your legs and your feet, and into the earth. Repeating this just a few times will directly influence the energy in your system, guiding it into a state of balance. Chapter 6. Parting Words These techniques for grounding that I've shared are very simple. Keep your tongue up, feet on the ground, breathe, move, be with nature, eat well, and touch your fingers together. These practices are not outrageous at all. These methods are very simple, effective, and safe. But they're not always easy to do, especially when we're not feeling very grounded to begin with. Sometimes, when we're not grounded, we move through life in a frenetic way and can't literally and figuratively put our foot down and do what's best for us. That's where self-discipline and self-love come into the picture. When we know that these simple things are what we need to do to find well-being, stability, and peace, it's important that we make time for them. To live and move through the world in a state of energetic balance feels clear, easy, and free. Take care of yourself, share these simple methods with others, and enjoy the ride. For more empowering content, visit my website, brentspirit.com. You can also find me on YouTube and Instagram. And if you've got any questions for me about some of this material, about staying grounded, or anything to do with your spiritual practice, you can send me a line at info at and I will get back to you. Much love. <music>